In Atlanta, one voice has stood out for over four decades. An AJC original, The Monica Pearson Show. Let's talk about how you got to ESPN. Revealing interviews. You are known as America's doctor, but I want to know who you were before that. When you have a different name, you have different color skin, it can be tough. With Atlanta's most famous faces as you've never seen them before. I'm telling my story. This is the American dream. The Monica Pearson Show, streaming now on AJC.com. This is D. Orlando Ledbetter of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution here with a special episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Today we're going to hear from former Falcons wide receiver Julio Jones in its entirety. We uh, were on the virtual call with him yesterday and uh, we are going to share that entire call with you. So you have any questions or any concerns, just wanted to uh, let you all hear what Julio had to say in the first time he talked after the trade on Sunday to the Tennessee Titans. So we're going to do that. Uh, just uh, want to point you to a couple things online. We, we uh, have a bright up on Russell Gage wanting to wear Steve Burkowski's number, and we go over all the numbers that haven't been worn. Looks like Tommy Novus is the only one that has never been worn again. Uh, Scott Campbell wore 10 for a while after Burkowski. Uh, William Andrews, Jeff Van Note, uh, or some of the people whose numbers have not been worn. But check that out online. We also got the updated depth chart post minicamp. Looks like we're going to have six new starters on defense uh, to open the season. That's a 54% turnover there if it holds up. But, you know, injuries got a long time before we get to September. But without further ado, we're going to let you hear Julio Jones unfiltered from Nashville, Tennessee, June the 10th, 2021, a few days after his trade. The Falcons' all-time leading receiver in catches and receiving yards was traded on Sunday for a second-round uh, pick and a fourth-round pick in 2023. The Falcons also sent a sixth-round pick in 2023 to the Titans. Here is the Julio Jones presser. All 13 minutes and 49 seconds i might stop and give you a pause to breathe a little bit and then we'll come back to it and get all of it in here we go so man i just want to thank atlanta um you know it was home for me for the last decade um the fan base the atlanta falcons um you know the whole organization um without them you know they gave me the opportunity to showcase you know my ability and what i can do and you know obviously love the game um but you know, being here at the uh, Titans, um, I'm I love it. I'm very excited to be a part of this organization. Um, just some team camaraderie, um, just the whole atmosphere and everything here. Uh, just feels like when I was in college, you know, at the University of Alabama. Um, uh, it's amazing here. So uh, this where I'm at right now. Had a great day today. Just finished the workout, so I'm excited uh, about moving. Teresa. Teresa. 
Uh, Julio, how are you feeling? Uh, you know, there, a lot of people have been pointing out that you missed some games last year. How are you feeling right now? Obviously, you work today, but uh, how, for, for a guy who's 32 and people are ready to write you off, how are you feeling right now, and what, uh, how do you expect to answer those folks? Um, for me, um, at the end of the day, I believe in me. I know what I have in the tank. Um, and we're talking about age is 32. Like, I'm young. Like, in football, you can say it's old, but you either do it or you don't. You know, um, this game don't change for me. Uh, I'm still fast and still strong. Um, and to, you know, the games last year, I just, you know, had an issue where I didn't take enough time to heal up properly. But, you know, that was just um, my decision on going out there and just playing. Um, there's no excuses, things like that. But um, I'll, I'll be ready to go. So um, for those who um questioning my health and things like that, just stay tuned on. Yeah, Julio, obviously, you know, in your time in Atlanta, you were targeted frequently. Uh, that probably isn't going to be the case here with the Titans, but have, have you had conversations with some of the guys just about, you know, adjusting to that and accepting it and, and still excelling? Um, it's just, you know, at the end of the day, you want to create a, a winning coaching. You know, how you need to do it to get the job done. Um, my whole career, I've never been a stat guy. You know, um, previous years, everybody always asking me, what, you know, what you thinking you're going to do? What's your prediction? You know, things like that. I've never been a stat guy. I'm a team guy. Um, I'm just excited to be a part of the organization and whatever they need for me um, to do. I know I'm willing to do it and play my role and play at a high level. Kayla? Hey, Julio, welcome to Nashville. Um, you know, you got a lot of guys reaching out on this team that wanted you here. Uh, A.J. Brown, that's going to be across from you, one of those main guys. What What has your relationship been already with him? I know you probably haven't seen him a lot, but um, how excited are you to work across from him this year? I'm very excited. Um, just for us to be a one-two punch or a one-one punch, or however you want to look at it, he's definitely a number one receiver. Um, definitely a dog, very uh, has that competitive nature in him. Um, and just showing him, you know, little things that I know from, you know, experience being in the league. Um, but he has it all, you know. Uh, and we've been hanging out even before this, even when I was in, in Atlanta. Um, he used to call me and things like that. So we always talked on the phone, off-season we talked. So now just being able to play with him, um, it's going to be great. It's going to be a very exciting season. Paul? Hi. Um, after spending so much time with Matt... How much of a challenge will it be to develop a relationship with Ryan? Um, how much time do you think it will take? And, and what are the keys to building that relationship? Um, me and Ryan, we didn't hung out already. We went out to dinner. Um, and just talking, you know, communication. Excuse me. Um, but I don't think it's going to take no time at all. I mean, he's a veteran player. I'm a veteran player. You know, you just got to go out there and just repetition at the, at the end of the day, really just going out there and just, you know, this is this is where I wanted it. Can you put it here? And where he wants me at, can I get there? So it's just us working together because at the end of the day, you know, as long as we're on the same page, um, we're going to be successful. Joe Rexford. Yeah, Julio, just wondering how much in terms of looking at this offense you considered a... You break? I can't AJ. hear you. Oh, you went out. sorry. Has that, that helped? Can you hear me now? 
Okay, sorry. I was just wondering, looking at this offense, how you feel like you fit in, how you, Josh, and AJ might be able to move around, and then just what it will mean to play with a running back like Derrick Henry behind you. Um, I mean, you know, defense is like, you know, um, you really don't have to pick your poison. So, I mean, if you want to, you know, stay in the box, put, you know, nine in the box, right? Um, guy like Derrick Henry in the backfield, you know, you got to respect him. So then that's when me and AJ go to work outside. And then if you only got eight in the box, they're going to go to work in the backfield. You know, great offensive line, things like that, schemes, stuff like that. But, I mean, you just got to pick your poison at the end of the day. Um, but we're just going to go out there and play for one another. That's the culture of the team here. Um, just going out there and enjoying it, just having fun. And, just, and also just, just do your job at the end of the day. John Lennon. Hey, uh, Julio, I uh, wonder if you could talk uh, just a little bit about maybe your decision, you know, after a decade to, to move on from Atlanta, what went into that, and do you feel like you had any say-so at all in, in where you might wind up? Uh, you know, did you at least provide some input, or, or was it, you know, did you just sit back and wait? Kind of? Like I said, at the end of the day, um, Atlanta was amazing to me, you know. Um, I'm, you know, obviously with my new team now, um, I'm excited to be here, um, and that's that for us, you know what I'm saying, um, that situation. So, I mean, it's, I love it. Like, the organization, you know, the people there, my teammates, like I said, the fan base, everybody. Um, I enjoy my, my decade there. Um, I'm on a uh, new chapter in my life. Um, this is where my focus is at, and, you know, can't wait to get started. So. Ben Arthur. Hey, Julio, welcome to Nashville. Um, you talked about A.J. Brown earlier. I was wondering what you kind of made of his uh, recruiting campaign, uh, like the like the Instagram, uh, the, the uh, like the screen recording, like the audio. Um, he, he, he shared some kind of like audio file of, you know, a message he sent you on Instagram and just, uh-huh. you know, TikTok and all that. What did you kind of make of just how badly he wanted you? Obviously, you guys had a relationship, but just his efforts to want want you. Right. Um, it's just who he is. Um, just a great guy. Um, and going to be a, you know, um, a great teammate as well. Um, it just, you know, his respect that he has for me. And just like I said in our previous conversations, even before, you know, probably the trade came about and things like that, um, just us communicating, me helping him out. And now, you know, just being under one roof, being on the same team with one another, it's just like, you know, probably a dream, you know what I'm saying? But um, what he don't know is that, you know what I'm saying, I, you know what I'm saying, I love to play with him as well. So um, it's, it's definitely mutual in, uh, in that sense. So um, like I said, it's going to be exciting. He's got to, you know, put that work in the person. Harry? Well, uh, when it became, I guess, clear that the Titans were a contender to get you, how much uh, investigating did you do on your own kind of about the organization and the team and kind of do little fact-finding missions with the guys maybe that you knew or knew of around the league? Well, um, I, I didn't do too much. Um, you know, I just know I know guys anyways that's on the team, like I said, like Derek and AJ, right? Um, and uh, Terrell Bisky was here, Harry Douglas was here, things like that. So um, just knowing about uh, the organization then, but also it's just – you have to be here to understand, you know, the feeling here um, for us, the fan base. And um, 
the way they treat you and it's unconditional about, you know, uh, just effort. Just Like, you just feel like you can just go out there and just give your all. No matter what happens, you know, they're going to be behind you. Like, instead of just going out there and thinking, okay, if I make a mistake, I do this, you know, I'm, I'm to blame or I'm shamed and things like that. Um, we definitely had a college experience um, atmosphere here. So um, that's what I love about it as well. And just the culture of the team. All right, let's take a break right there. We got about four minutes to go of Julio. Um, I'm coming up. Uh, but, yeah, some of the great reporters in Tennessee are on the call. Teron Davenport, ESPN, Tariq Walker from Ape Associated Press. I don't know the young Kayla lady. Uh, Joe Rex Rod from The Athletic. Paul Kohorski, a Hall of Fame voter over there in Tennessee. John Glennon and Ben Arthur, young uh, reporter from Portland who just started at the Tennessean. So um, we'll get back to Julio, uh, you know, very humble, respectful, uh, talked about his health, the injury last year, coming back too soon. I knew that was a problem, but we never could get injury information on when he got hurt, if it was a short training camp or or what the deal. But uh, it was a quad hamstring, grade two, came back too soon. And so did Fowler, and then the season shot. So your top guy on offense, top guy on defense, or hurt. Uh, I don't know if it was from the shortened season or, or or training camp or what, but yeah, Coach Quinn and his staff drew a couple bad uh, straws there last season. So let's finish up here. Julio Jones yesterday meeting with the media virtually uh, from uh, national media and Tennessee media. Uh, Discussing his trade to the Titans, part two. So a couple more for you, Julio. Diana Rossini. Hey, Julio, good to see you. Been a minute. Welcome to Tennessee. Um, so you've done a really great job of explaining sort of what this has been like for you. But to go from Atlanta, where they... They do things different there, they, and they have when you were there, to here where it's it's definitely a, a change for you. What is that like for you to to go from Atlanta to now Nashville at 32? What has this been like? Can you give an example of maybe where you realize, well, I'm not in Atlanta anymore? Um, no, I mean, at the end of the day, it's football, right? Like, every game, it's just like game planning. Um, you know, uh, you got to play certain teams a certain way. You know, you're going to do things differently. So um, you got to just be ready on the fly at the end of the day. And that's, the, you know, the whole gist of things of being a professional, being a veteran is not, you know, um, you got to make the uncomfortable comfortable to you and just different situations. Like, you know, um, I feel like I can do any and everything. Whether it's blocking, going out there and catching 10 or 12, you know, balls or whatever, or catching two or three balls. Um at the end of the day, it's just going out there and just doing what you need to do to, you know, for the team to be successful. So I don't look at it like, okay, well, my target's going to go down or this is going to go down. Like, none of us knows how that how that's going to work out, you know. So it's just speculation and everybody's just looking at, you know, what they've done in the past and things like that. But who knows how people are going to play us now? Who knows anything? So it's just like you just got to be ready for everything. And for me, um, just being a professional, and what I do is just to be ready for everything. And it's just as far as I study, working out, and just being ready to go. 
We have D. Orlando Ledbetter here from the Atlanta Media who's going to ask two questions for you. Little pause there. Got to find the unmute button. You want to go ahead and ask your two now? Yep, I found it. Yeah, Julio, um, from, uh, good luck over there in Nashville. But, um, from the Atlanta perspective, uh, could you shed some light on how we went from Falcon for life to you won the uh, trade to, you know, Tennessee? Yeah, that's, you know, um, just me and the Falcons, we have an agreement at the end of the day. You know, uh, we discussed everything, and, um, you know, we just made the decision. I mean, it's just cut and dry. It's nothing. Um, toys, football, is business. So, you know, you just got to accept whatever happens, happens. So, it's just, like I said, just mutual agreement on it. And, you know, we, we just split up. So. Was um, the firing of Coach Dan Quinn a factor in that uh, process? Or was it a bunch of factors, a myriad of factors to, you know, uh, to where y'all decided to part ways mutually? No, no, no. It wasn't nothing to do with Dan Quinn, the fire of Dan Quinn or anything like that. It just, you know, like I said, it just came to an agreement. We made the decisions and we're here now. So, um, like I said, I'm here. I'm in Nashville. I'm excited to be here. Um, expect big things from us. Um, just by our effort and what we're going to play the game. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Last question for you. Is there any significance to jersey number two? Nah, I just really picked it. Um, you know, me and AJ and uh, T. Hill was pretty much with that dinner just talking. And I was just like, he tried to give me the 11, and I was like, but I don't want it. It's your number. You know, so um, I was like, I'm just going to go, go with the two. I don't know. I was just like, um, you know, me and you, Derek, not, you know what I'm saying, excluding Tannehill. He's 17. He's got, you know, the same thing, right? But um, the two, one plus one is two, then two, and a times 11 is 22. So it's kind of like, you know what I mean? You don't have to deal with us. It's all four of us, actually, but you don't have to deal with the whole offense. You know, it takes all 11 guys. But it's just some things just to, you know, keep the guys going and, you know, just have fun with it. Because, you know, at the end of the day, it's our job, but we want to have fun with it. All right, there it is, Julio Jones, meeting with the media for the first time as a Tennessee Titan. Just wanted to get that special episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast out so you could hear for yourself from Julio. Nobody asked about the uh, um, undisputed interview, if he knew he was on the phone or not. I guess that's irrelevant at this point. Uh, just to sum up two points, said it was football and business, so... Um, you know, that the split was mutual. It was a mutual agreement. We hadn't uh, had that on the record um, from anybody. The Falcons talked about taking calls. They didn't say why. It was because they mutually agreed to part ways. Uh, you know, they he came in in March and asked for a trade. I don't know if they met before then or, or um, did they got to, if they got to present their plan for for uh, success to him or or. All we know is that it was a mutual split, and he asked for a trade. So with that, we're going to get on it. It had nothing to do with Dan Quinn. Uh, we're going to thank the Tennessee PR staff for uh, 
letting us on the call. Uh, my boy uh, Emmanuel Morgan from the New York Times was that. That's who Emmanuel was. So um, you know, national and uh, local and regional media addressing Julio's trade to the tag to the Titans. So with that, we're gonna get out of here, and you have a great weekend. Music by DJ Magic. AJC's trusted veteran political voices, Greg Bluestein, Patricia Murphy, Tia Mitchell, and Bill Nygut are the essential source for Georgia politics. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution's Politically Georgia. Sign up for the newsletter, download the podcast, subscribe to the AJC. Hip-hop is a product of black people. It's a product of black song and celebration. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution presents Hip-hop's most pulled elements are pulled from the South. A Southern hip-hop store. We always go back to that moment of the Source Awards. Everybody wants your rhythm, but they don't want your blues. The biggest names in hip-hop. Atlanta is still the mecca for hip-hop. 50 years. No one can deny. One film. The power of the South now. The South got something to say. Streaming now at AJC.com slash hip-hop.